Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting over episode 11 of Cowboy Bebop. If you'd like to watch along, start watching now. Alright, so based off of the trailer at the end of last episode, it seems like this episode's going to have sort of like an alien vibe. The uh, the 1979 film whereby an alien runs amok on a spaceship. And that film, in and of itself, was a pretty groundbreaking sci-fi slash horror film. So here, Jet is pontificating about the nature of bounty hunting and how if there's no bounties to hunt, you have nothing to do, no money. And knowing what I know about Cowboy Bebop, probably no food as well. So it seems like Jet isn't a very good gambler based on that short scene with Faye. He's probably getting fleeced out of just about everything he currently owns.
So it seems like the crew of the Bebop is in truly dire straits, both financially and uh, nutritionally. Spike had to resort to roasting what seemed to be food with the flamethrower, and the end result uh, didn't end up looking too appetizing. So it looks like what we have here is the inciting incident. Jet uh, has no clothes and is probably very hungry. And he notices a refrigerator way back in the bowels of the Bebop that he doesn't remember. So based on this format of each of the crew members giving a lesson, it seems like the narrative is going to be from the point of view of a different character for each segment. So the inciting incident has happened. Something bit Jet. He doesn't know what, no one really knows what, but Ayn is spooked about something. So given the uncanny appearance and uh, retreat of a rat, Spike and Faye are pretty willing to write off what Jet said about being bit by a strange creature as him having just been bitten by a rat. I'm sure that will prove to be their first mistake. So Spike's offering up some kind of, like, natural medicine for Jet, but Jet seems recalcitrant to take any of it, at least at first.
Alright, so Jet passes out, and it becomes clear, looking at the back of his neck, that something is really not kosher here. So Spike's going through this whole database of diseases and things like that. And he's listing off all these terrible ailments and saying that, oh, it doesn't match. So, it seems like whatever Jet has, it's pretty exotic. So, Ed has, like, a couple outbursts about it being a spooky monster from space, but, you know, like, for, for all of the inherent weirdness of Ed, she's not often wrong. Like, she, she sort of hit on the crux of the issue, but just the inherent weirdness of Ed sort of waters it down and makes it seem less credible. So we have that sort of, like, arterial view, and this time, presumably, the, uh, the guilty party, the creature in question, is creeping on Faye, who's taken a bath. So I would say she's probably quite vulnerable to being bitten. So, Spike and Ed rig up a sort of uh, thermal imaging system, and Spike notices something weird. So, it seems like Faye's been bitten too, and she's pretty broken up about it. She seems to think that she will very quickly die.
So, Ed and I go off alone to hunt down the creature. Given the outlandishness of Ed, this seems like a bad idea. Alright, so while Ed is sort of just lollygagging around, Ein continues off by himself and promptly gets jumped by the creature. So that means three members of the Bebop are down and only two remain. And we still haven't really gotten a good concrete look at the creature. You know, I find it funny that Spike is chastising Ayn for his lack of animal instincts when he's a corgi. Corgis, I'd imagine, aren't known for their animal instincts or really prowess in any form, I suppose. In terms of dogs, they just seem kind of dopey, and, uh, I guess their really only function is to look nice. In terms of being, like, a hunting companion or anything like that, they just have no utility whatsoever. So, Spike being the last sort of uh, member of the Bebop who's grounded in reality, he suits up, gathers up as much ordnance as he can, and he prepares to hunt the creature. So it seems like in the interim, Ed has also gone missing, which doesn't bode well.
So Spike is keeping his instincts sharp. Something drips from the ceiling, but it looks like it's just an oil leak or something and not actually the creature. But nonetheless, he's keeping his head on a swivel. Unfortunately for him, the, the mystery creature seems remarkably agile. So now Spike has a really big problem. He just incinerated the only cigarette he has, so he has to go back into a gas-filled chamber to recover more. So he does manage to incinerate it, tellingly. Alright, so this is where the coin drops. He recalls the fridge. He recalls that's where Jet was when he got bitten, and he remembers he hid something in that fridge a year ago. So he opens up the fridge, and as you'd expect, there is all kinds of mold and horrible fungal growth. Fortunately, I'm glad to say that my refrigerator has never once looked like that. And, you know, I, I like to make a point of making sure that will never happen. Because I, I can imagine few things more utterly disgusting than that. So, while he's trying to get the, uh, the biohazard of a refrigerator off the ship... It becomes clear that the slime he thought he had incinerated is not where he left it. And just like that, it manages to take a little chunk out of his wrist. It seems like he's opening the airlock to just try and dispose of it. You know, just before it disgorges any other biohazards. Who can blame him, really?
Although it seems like that bite is really taking its toll because he's struggling to hang on. And you'd think someone of his physical stature would be more capable. But... Yeah, no, it, it seems like being bitten really took it out of him. So we have this nice little sequence where Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flowers plays while... Oh, good lord. Ed just ate the slime. That is utterly horrifying. But Tchaikovsky's Waltz of the Flower plays while everybody just sort of floats around in zero Gs. And the refrigerator floats out in the void of space. You know, I really like this piece of music. It, it might not be what I would use in this situation, considering Ed just ate this alien bioform. But, you know, I, I think it pairs nicely with the imagery of everybody floating around in Zero-G's unconscious. Yeah, this is one of those episodes where... You know, it's sort of like continuity agnostic. And that that's one of the things I really dig about Cowboy Bebop. You know, with, with the exception of like a few key plot relevant episodes, you can kind of watch them in whatever order you want. With the exception of, you know, episodes including Ed before jamming with Edward and whatnot. Like, I feel like this episode could sort of be slotted anywhere in the subsequent episodes and it wouldn't really change anything personally i've never watched cowboy bebop out of order like that but you know i don't see why it couldn't be done it's sufficiently episodic in nature Alright, so now we have a trailer. So, Ed is saying that this is the last episode because everybody on the crew of the Bebop died. So, obviously, Ed's being an unreliable narrator here. But, no, it it seems like The next episode is one of the actual plot-relevant episodes where things start to happen. But, enough about that for this week. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, then be sure to tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.